remember, not important. I'm Andrew Baxter. My name's Mark Copes. And this is... Puppies and Watermelon. Puppies and Watermelon. That's close. That was good. You'd introduce yourself first. I thought I'd throw you off. <laughs> I'm still saying the same word. Just words. did it on purpose. What are we talking oh, about? Oh, shit. <laughs> we forgot the rest of the intro. Uh, this week we're talking about Masters of Doom. We're talking about doing the unexpected. A surprise. It was more a surprise. But anyway, we're also talking about being an adult. Which is a surprise. But I'd say, well, that's why it's down there. That's <laughs> me. I've been alright. Yeah. Yourself? Good. Work's been good. good. I've been outstanding. As in you've been standing outside? I've been outstanding. You've been... It's a new thing I'm trying. You just call things outstanding? No. Nat heard it on a podcast. She's saying that after I've been saying that for a long time. Heard it on a podcast. She's actually and listened to podcasts? Yeah, yeah. What podcast? Not ours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but other ones. And uh, yeah, so this one this one guy on I think it's the Minimalist podcast and he's... He says, like, he's, he keeps, whenever people ask him, how are you, your typical response is like, oh, yeah, all right, oh, like, things are cool. But his response is like, I'm outstanding. And he hopes if he says it enough, it's like an affirmation. So he actually will be outstanding. He's hoping if he says it enough, he'll believe it. (laughs) Yeah. He believes his miserable life is actually a lie. Oh, you're doing great. (laughs) So... I'm, I'm saying that outstanding. I remember to say it, but I'm not remembering to say it enthusiastically. Yeah, you, you do sound very sarcastic. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll work on that. I, I, I thought you literally meant you were just standing outside today. <laughs> nope. Wait, what's that? It's our first topic. It's a surprise. Hold that thought. Edit. <laughs> do I need to close my eyes for this? Copes is it? I'm going to go on the assumption that I, if I do close my eyes, it won't be a problem. Just please don't touch me inappropriately. Happy birthday to you. We should sing that again with you closer to the mic so you don't just hear me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Puppies and Watermen. I didn't think it was coming up to that time. Yeah, exactly today. Exactly today. Today was episode one. Were we recorded or released? Released. Released. So we are officially one year old. Officially. Crazy. Like, we conceived it and then it was born a year ago today. So this is the birthday. Did we record the week after? Because I remember coming around the first night. The first time we recorded, the first time. Oh, we did. This was the exact. Yeah. So, 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 what happened was we, you, you turned up, and we, um, and we were just gonna chat about it, and then we ended up recording one. That, that was. That's true. That's that's what happened. So, in case you can't see, massive slab of watermelon with a candle on it. Just, just get the closest you might. The one. The one. The one. Um. Yeah. Who's, who's gonna eat the watermelon? Uh, not me. I'm looking right <laughs> at Tammy here. Do you like watermelon? I can't, no. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me you get the whole cake. Tell me you get the cake. Congratulations. Yeah. You almost, yeah, you almost had a whole watermelon. I had to go to a second Coles to find that piece. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't want to buy a whole watermelon. Uh, that was good. That was a nice time. surprise. It was good, yeah. 
And the good news is now I have enough matches because I didn't want to call up and say like, "Hey, do you have any matches?" That would have been that would have been a bit like why. Turns out you can only buy matches in boxes of ten. So I've got four hundred and forty-nine matches left. So, so we've got four hundred ninety-nine years worth of matches. We're set. We're set. So yep. we should be no good. More matches. I mean, how many? So this is podcast number twenty-two. So that means we so far are averaging twenty-one episodes a year. Mm-hmm. So that means twenty-one times. That's got twenty. Well, no, we're not lighting it. We're looking episode. at like we we are we are sorted for some like four thousand episodes. We've got that many matches. Oh, so yes, yes, we are. That's is, that's. Is, I don't we are think sorted. we're going to get there. Don't think we're going to get there. You never know, unless we release it daily. Imagine yeah. if we did release it daily, though. Jesus Christ. That, uh, that's that's yeah. that's a, that's a good thing to bring up because yeah, I was, I was looking at the thing recently. I was like, oh, it must be around that time again. Yep, yep. Man, the year goes fast. And look, look at what's changed. We've now got a pro set up so we can sit on the sofa when we're doing it. Yep, yep. yep. Now I got you're doing the editing down pat. It's a lot quicker now. Mm. The uploading's all good. So we're on YouTube. On YouTube. If you haven't if you haven't watched the uh, podcast on YouTube. That's right. The last episode was really good. That was you. <laughs> no, you, you um filmed our frisbee game, which I didn't know about. So hopefully I did some good things near the camera. Uh, from what I've seen, you didn't. Didn't. <laughs> Shit. Well, yeah, it so seemed like a good idea at the time, but then as as always, whenever you film a game from one angle, so I just set the camera up and left it. Every time you do that, everything happens down the other end yeah, of the pitch. End. There was we. I think we scored once at the end of the pitch that had the camera. But let's be honest: if someone's sitting there for an hour watching that video, they probably you never know. People things. might be interested. Yeah, that's true. I'm hoping that eventually we manage to come up with good enough ideas that people do want to watch them for an hour. That's true. That's true. This one's quite good because it went from like the game started. Yeah, you running on, and it and it ended at night, so it's like a twilight game. Yeah. Did that? Was that edited at all? Like, was did we run to the end at the end or? Yeah, like I I. I mean, I out? had to rush the edit a little bit, so I didn't spend too much time tweaking the slow mo. So I don't actually know how much slow mo is in there. Mm-hmm. So I shot the whole game at 120 fps. Surprised you went out better. Which, um, and I, when I was when I was putting it in, I didn't really change it over to a normal. I've, it, the speed probably would have been all right, but there's probably a bit in there that's a bit weird because it's just really slow. Mm-hmm. Man, this pool's taking forever. <laughs> they keep talking. Oh, that, that would have been cool if I'd done it like one pull. Yeah, over an hour. I think that's what we should do. We should just find things that, that would look cool to have them going for a really long time. Well, actually, if you have any idea, we've got a few, the next few videos lined up of ideas, but if you've got anything, any ideas of what we could tape for an hour <laughs> or thereabouts that we can speed up or slow down, let us know. And we'll try and, try and put it in. I mean, we're, Where could they let us know, Baxter? They can let us know if you go to uh, www.puppiesandwatermelon.com yeah. and what's what's on their copes. Uh, how to subscribe. You can listen to the show there will be a link to the YouTube channel shortly and the Patreon link yeah the, the you can follow stuff. us on, on, on Twitter on the Twitters yeah, yeah, all, yeah all that jazz all the stuff that we usually put in the outro or you know if you're um, <laughs> <laughs> or you know if you see us you could just tell us face to face that also works too yeah you can do that a bit but I'm, I'm going to put it right out there if, if you tell me something in person I'll probably be like yeah that's a great idea it, it could be a great idea I will, I'll forget we were coming back from Frisbee last night and because uh, one of my mates is turning 30 soon. And he says like, jeez, uh, oh, I can't remember the date. I think he says like, May 6th. And I was like, oh yeah, May 6th, what's happening? He's like, party. He's like, cool, anything for? <laughs> <laughs> my 30th. He's like, oh, cool.
cool, 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 again. Cool, cool. And then as soon as he walked away, I turned to Nat and says, you need to send me a text. My phone's flat and I will not remember in half an hour that day. <laughs> <laughs> I was paranoid. I was like, you need to send me a text. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you a text. No, send it to me now. <laughs> well, I want, I want, give me your phone. I will type it in. <laughs> I just like, horrible. No dates. Speaking of parties and doing the unexpected, mm-hmm. uh, I, just, I I don't know where I was going to go. I, just, I managed to get the segue like we said we were going to do last I was time. Nervous. And nervous. I didn't go anywhere with it. Oh, doing the unexpected. Yeah, unexpected. see, that was one of the one of the segway. topics. That was a good segue. I didn't say that was a good segue. Mm-hmm. If only I managed to back it up by actually then talking about <laughs> what we're talking about. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, say, when was the last time you went out and did something like impromptu? Like, let's just go out and do something. What are you talking about? Like going out the town or going and doing any activity? Doing, well, I guess that's uh, pretty much anything. Like what was the last thing you think that was worth talk? It was worth talking about that you just went, someone just called you up and said, hey, Copes, let's go do this. And you just went and did it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Uh, probably a while. And it makes me sad it's to think about. It's been a while about, for me, yeah. yeah. It's been a while for me as well. I, well, I'm looking at Tammy's look, and this is this because the other day you went to every bloody place around Perth? Oh, yeah, that did happen, yeah. You skydiving and... Uh, and everything else, right, that day. I kept seeing you tagged on stuff. Was that good? Yeah, well, the indoor skydiving, I personally think it sucks, but Andrew had a great Oh, okay. Time. I'll show you a picture of Tammy later. Tell us how she's asleep. Oh, Tam- Tammy, Tammy can get the picture up. No, it's horrible. Like the, Horrible? Yeah, because you're just like, basically falling without falling right for two straight minutes basically yeah and like every time because your natural reaction is you want to look down yeah and the guy keeps going put your head up because every time you look down it makes you go up Uh oh and he's just like look up and your natural reaction is no i just want to see where i'm trying to get like i'm trying to get down and then they obviously (laughs) they basically like i'm not a big hugger of people i don't know Uh but the the first thing that they do as soon as you get into the doorways they hug you uh-huh. so that they tip you into the wind uh-huh. and you're kind of just trusting a stranger to not let you fall on your face and not let you like fly up and because it's a big massive what happens if you fall on the face it's a net right yeah but like it's wind and it's like going like forcing itself like into your mouth and into your nose and you're like just constantly breathing in the whole time. It goes right up your sinuses. Really? Yeah. Really I didn't bad. think about that. Yeah. So if you start like going into it, it's like, like forces it. But that would much probably what skydiving is, right? Yeah, hundred percent. That's what it is. Huh? But we got we got vouchers to do that sometime later this year. Oh, you should. So pretty you exciting. Might, you might really enjoy it. I'm not very adventurous to start what with. Did, so that what did you? Uh, a bit like, what What did you think of the instructor? Oh, he was. Uh, Pretty good looking. Pretty all right. Tell me before it's pretty hot. Do you want to know what I thought of him? Mm-hmm. I thought he looked like you. No, he didn't. He didn't. Don't <laughs> yeah, make no, it awkward. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. I come out and Tammy's just like, ooh, he was looking nice. And I went, really? I thought he looked like Copes. No, uh, no he didn't. That he didn't look anything. I'm not surprised by these comments at all. <laughs> you well, actually got a second job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you just drive around Perth going like, what could we do? In a way. Wow. So what actually, what actually happened is we would, we, so I, we both had a day off on a Monday. Because I was working on the public holiday, most recent one, and I got that day back, and Tammy was just rostered on the day off. And I tell you what, just being off on a weekday is great, because you go everywhere and it's like empty. So we went go karting, which is what we pretty much had planned for the day anyway. Mm-hmm. Had a great day there, and then we were driving around. It's like, what else should we go do? And then driving past the indoor skydiving place, and I was just like, let's go do that. I really want to do that, and I managed to convince Tammy to do it as well. 
You could tell as soon as we paid, she instantly regretted the idea. So much regret. As soon as that armband went on, I was like, ugh. So it just went, but because we were squeezing in at the last moment, they're like, they were just like, oh, it's all right. We've got two people, two already in for that session. We'll just put you in there as well, which works out fine because you can't, you know, have to take it in turns anyway. So having someone else in there breaks it up a bit. And then we find out as we're getting in, they're like, oh, when they said two people, they meant like two very young children. So one, I, if I was guessing ages, I would say like three and five. Whoa. Really young. Um, and they hated it. <laughs> I was going to say, they go on the fan, they just get shot up to the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of watching it go, I don't think they know what's really going on. I think their parents mm. were just like, are on holiday. And we're just like, oh, we'll get the kids doing it. It'll be great. We'll take pictures on. Look up. No, just upset. Show and the kids are just there like, what's going well, on? Well, the boy handled it like a trooper, but the girl, she was like... The little girl looks like... It. She looked like the, the cover to Nevermind. Just mm. floating there, just looking lost. Oh. That's what she looked and like the whole time. Where the photos? One of the like, poor yeah. instructor that's like running the show is like, this kid does not want to be here. He literally <laughs> just had to like go like that. Had to hold on to it. And then they actually had one point And at one point, point just to... had it like under his arm like this. And she's just like... Her legs get, kept getting caught in the wind, so she was like kicking him in the back of the head. <laughs> and he's just like. Just so they don't like, hold on to you the whole time, do they? They float up no, near no, you? No, they just stand. Because they're they stood, stand. they sink, so they just stand like next They're just to hovering, you. standing. No, no there's like stand. a net. There's like a net, oh, and they just net. stand there, and then they kind of just grab you when you go too high and just like pull you back down. Or like, yeah, I got like, told off. You've got like signals like make your legs straight, bend your legs, uh, chin up. And relax. And then what was that? Relax. Relax. I got told off for going too low, and then I also got told off for going too high. The thing yeah, is, because, because like literally, all you have to do is move your head. You, you can't you can't hear anything when you're in there, no. so it has to be because it's it's you're falling through it. It's, it's it's very noisy, so they have to teach you loads of signals. And at one point, he was basically telling me like, "Don't go too high," like showing his head high and saying, "Don't go any higher than that." And I wanted to say at the time like, "I'm not trying." <laughs> Like, did you not notice, like, two seconds ago I was on the floor, now I'm going too high. And I don't know how I did either of those. And then he was, like, spinning you around. Oh, that was good. I did get to spin, because I did a bit long. I was in there for a bit longer. But it's, it, was, it was definitely fun. <laughs> definitely glad I went. So, doing things impromptu, you're a fan of? Yeah, I just realised that I kind of ruined my whole argument. Yeah, just going, is. do you remember when that's awesome? Let's just excuse that one day. Right, so that one day actually did work out quite well. What I kind of meant was... What about the last time we decided to do that and we went go-karting, shooting? Yeah, I remember that day as well. <laughs> and the escape room. You're not very good at this. <laughs> I think you need to I'm, embrace I'm, Because you're, like, you're at work, person. right? At the end of the working day, you'll check Facebook and it'll show you everything that's happened during that day. And usually when people are at work, they're not on Facebook. So you just see what people that aren't at work are doing. And, and it's, so it's literally like, Andrew and Passion and Tammy, like, this is what they've done. This is what they've done. This is what they've done. And the timestamp is like, you know, a few hours apart. Jesus <laughs> great. You've just done a tour of Perth. They've been got all the cool things. I went to the casino. I saw that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and someone said something and you're like, oh, you were doing bad on the spinny thing. <laughs> so yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I've had to explain to Tammy how roulette works. Uh, about three different times now. She's played it twice. Yeah, but I don't understand why you'd bother with the numbers when you can just go black or red. Yeah. You can't lose. Yeah. Yes, you can. No, I just put it on both. You can't lose. No, How many can. times do I have to tell you you can still lose? No, you can't because if you put three on one and two on the other one, you're still going to win something. <laughs> yes, you are. You're going to lose. You will not come out with more money yeah, than no. you went don't in. Think, don't think playing the casino is foolproof. I think I think Tammy's idea of roulette is she would be quite happy to sit there and watch the wheel spin. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that is that what you actually want? Yeah. I just want to see if it's going to be black or red. I don't care about the number. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, being in a casino on a Monday afternoon, that's that's a weird thing. Is it? Yeah, probably. It, I was expecting it to be absolutely dead. There's a lot of people. There. Really? Yeah. It, like, it was, th- it, apart from the stereotypical grandmas, who else is there? There is those there. Oh, but there's like the people, you, there's loads of old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah And then course. you can tell some people are looking and going, are you like pro gamblers or are you all just like, alcoholics problems yeah because there are some people that, like when we're doing the roulette table there's some people going around and they were serious like mm-hmm. going down putting down loads of patterns and stuff like there was the table across from us where it was every single time they were playing it looked like the table was completely full of chips right it's chips everywhere we're just watching it and we're just like how on earth do you remember what you put down we were str- like I was literally struggling to remember which number I put it down when I put just one down. Because we had the same color. Because you put you put one down and then oh, you look, you, yeah, look away for a moment, and then go back and go, oh, I forgot where I put my chips. <laughs> Who remembers all that? The, the oh, that's person? all right. I lost them all anyway. Mm. They mm. don't. As, as far as I know, they don't seem to mind that much. I'm, mm. I'm guessing unless someone says, hey, you picked up my chips, it's not a problem. Because all they do is they just basically wipe out everything that loses, and do the like mm-hmm. this chip one, so I double it up if it's on a color or something. I was actually going somewhere else with that. So what I was going to go with that was... Actually, I suppose it's kind of the same. I was just completely ruined my argument. God damn it. <laughs> I need to remember my face. Uh, I just... I can't remember what actually made me think about it. That, and it wasn't this, but it basically... I used to love the idea of someone giving me a call and just be like, Hey, we're just going down to the pub. Do you want to go? And just going out and then having a wild time. Because I used to do that as a student mm-hmm. heaps more. Mm-hmm. Like, it used to be spontaneous just go. And I don't really do that anymore, but I just realised yeah. apparently I do. No, I've been very conscious of myself of this, is that um, if someone asked me to do something, because I remember this happening in, like, my old house, like, uh, other guys would go for a hit of golf or they do something that afternoon, even on a weekday, weekend. And back, I'd be like, ah, oh, now I've got, got things I'm doing. Yeah. And it kind of became this thing where... If they weren't uh, like, it almost felt like they had to ask me days ahead. I have said to this guy so when this uh, about disc golf, I'm like, can you just if you're gonna do disc golf, can you decide more than three hours before? Yeah, but it, it's, and I don't know how to feel about it because one like sometimes I feel like I do too much and there's not enough downtime. Like I definitely think there's a thing where you forget how to be bored and you're always trying to do stuff and then you have some downtime. And then and you don't know what to do with it. And you, well, this has happened the other night where I had to head out after work, but not straight after work. And I had to have this like hour of waiting. And I remember feeling like this is such a waste of time. Like I've got things to do yep. and I can't do it. Instead of thinking, hey, I could go for a walk. Or I'm, ex- like, I'm exactly the same, actually. And it, it's, in hindsight, it sucks to think about, but it was a genuine feeling of man, this hour I could have done stuff. And I feel like it's getting trapped in this, like you must always be achieving things, getting things done. I think part of that comes down to if you have only so much spare time anyway, you don't want to waste it. Right. And I do that like in the evenings and the weekdays. I'm just like, no, I'm going to do stuff up. Do, do Keep on doing stuff all evening and because I don't want to waste that time mm-hmm. because after this, I'm going to bed and then I'm going to work after that. Yeah, it's a depressing cycle, isn't yeah. it? I'm not looking Maybe forward to the next that. 50, 60 years of work. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, you just need to break that cycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's a definitely a topic. And I'm not sure if other people have that same kind of feeling. But, but if someone did call you up, and assuming you weren't busy, and we're just like, that hey. Does, that, that is a 
is a it's a rare occurrence. Yeah. How how big a thing would it have to be for you to be like, no, nope, I'm dropping what I'm doing? Well, I get the more and more now as well. I get more in terms of I'm more not confident, more happy with my decision making. That if it's not something I really want to go to, like I just won't go. Yeah. Because, like you said, not much spare time as it is. I don't want to spend my spare time on an obligation, not on something that I want to go to. And it's, it's rare that I don't go to something, but sometimes if you don't feel like something, you should just not go to it because you're just going to be in a weird mood anyway, aren't you? Like pretending to be happy. But do you find that if something like that happens where it's spontaneous, does that make whatever it is better sometimes? I've noticed some things where it's like, if I plan it, then it, it's all right. But if it's just like, oh, we're just going to go do this thing that normally we have to plan weeks in advance, but we're all free. And it's like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, well, like, that's the kind home. of feeling when you go traveling, right? Yeah. And you're just in a city for a few days and you go do something like, wow, all these things are just happening by chance. It's so cool. What are we going to do next? Who knows? Like, and that's then, a cool feeling. And then you get home and you're just like, oh, I wish I could do that stuff as that often. You're like, well, you, you, you can. You kind of can. Yeah. Like, you, you can just go around. But somehow when you're normally doing things, you have you just get stuck in your head that they take planning. Or you, you can't just randomly keep and go and do it. Yeah. Look, I'd like, I'd like, to, I'd like to change that about me. Like, uh, Maybe you should just start buying spare time. Buying spare time. <laughs> well, I'm not going to use this quote for the end thing, but I heard this quote that spare time is the new venture capital. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Right. I definitely would take... If I, if, if I was given the choice, do you want a pay rise or do you want less work hours? Assuming it worked out the same, like it wasn't like, here's a million dollars pay rise to work one minute less. Mm-hmm. Or like if it was like a fair amount, I would take the spare time. Okay, what about this question though? Would you take a pay cut to do an equal pay cut to do three or four days a week to get that extra day a week for weekend? Could I choose how much it is? It's a direct correlation, like you don't get so your days So if, if I could work one day less, I'd probably take that. A fifth of your wage gone? Yeah, I'd probably take it for a while and then just be like, oh, No, we can't. It's a decision, <laughs> right? This is the thing, so, right? Well, I do it and there's no going back. Well, I mean, you get another job probably. Maybe eventually, but it's not this thing you can go back and forth, back and forth. Ooh. It's like getting a new job. You have to it's manage your contract. I'd say if it was half a day, I would definitely do it. Mm-hmm. A day... I'd probably still do it and just convince myself that this spare time is going to be good for me. This is the thing though. It's really hard to go backwards, right? Whenever you're used to a certain amount of money on your regular paycheck. Yeah. Having less, like you'll say like, yeah, I want, I want three day weekend every week and make my life so much better. I'd feel like so less stressed. I get all, I'd enjoy my weekends. I'd be able to go, get to go more. And you're like, oh yeah, would you sacrifice 20% of your salary? Uh, no, forget that. Like yeah. all those ideals you had. And you're looking at going, you probably could manage without that money and you probably would be happier, but you just, you know, just if it's, I mean, is the money really what's making you happy or is it just that you are just comfortable in the way you currently live and you don't want to change yeah. that? And the other thing is... I hate change. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is it's it's um, easy and enjoyable to complain. Yeah. Which yeah, is something I very much fall victim to. Pretty much a sport in my office now. Yeah. But how stupid's that? Like... What a great culture to be a part of where everyone complains all the time. Everyone just complains. You're just like, what are we going to do about it? Oh, nothing. Just nothing. complaining. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Yeah. But complaining is fun. Yes. That's the thing. But it's so <laughs> bad. Every time you come over here, all we do for the first half I an know, hour is bitch exactly, about our jobs. Exactly. So. It's... And then we turn the mics on and bitch about them a bit more. <laughs> I know. It's very interesting discussion. And and I'm it's all in my headspace at the moment, especially with 
trip coming up and just thinking about work and because I'm currently like applying for jobs and thinking about, you know, what am I willing to sacrifice for pay cuts or pay gains or like... And are they really going to be worth it for the long run? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, if it is true that you must work full time for the rest of your life, <laughs> if that is true, then you may as... Like, one, one thought is that at the end of the day, if you're going to be away from home for this amount of time, why would you be happy with getting a quarter of the pay as there's anyone else that's working the same? You know what I mean? And why would you be happy with doing something that makes you miserable? That's the opposite end of the spectrum. So, <laughs> like, would, would, most of the time, uh, the more enjoyable things get paid less. That's gen- generally how it works, but there's a, there is that also that there special space lines, of... Where they're both are no, bad. Not, not so much what, what's more enjoyable, but where what requires more skill in a way that if, if something, if it's a job that not everyone can do, then you tend to get paid more. True. Okay. So, so there's, that, there's, that, there's those two parts to it. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if something could be really fun to do, but if only like six people in the world can do it, they're going to get paid, as long as it needs to be done, mm-hmm. they're going to get paid a heap. But if it's something that's really easy to do and just any Joe Bloggs can do it, then you're not going to get, you're probably not going to get paid at all. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, there's a lot of things out there where people, you're not going to get paid for that at all because they can just get volunteers. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> students. Was that uh, at work when, near near the river, there's all these amazing houses and the kids often are like in awe of all the things. And uh, we just joke, we say, oh, that's, that's my house. And the kid turned to us and he's like, no joke, he says, I oh, know that's not your house. I'm like, oh, how'd you figure that out? And he's like, because you're working this job. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, shit. What does that even right, mean? That's it, out of the water. It's like, correct, but why? <laughs> how'd you know? What do you mean? You met, Yes, you were correct, but I don't like your attitude. Get out. No, that's funny. So, yeah. It's definitely a hot it's topic def- at the moment. definitely a thing to, to think about, isn't it? Yeah, because... My current job, I took a, a pay cut to do as a, a third pay cut of my regular rate when I started and hours reduced by probably half to a third as well. So it was a significant cut in salary for the year. Which is going to be a big gap, especially when you're traveling. On the premise. Oh, no, this was uh, my current job that I'm at the moment. Oh. So it was a... But the premise was that I was, you know, moving to a job that I enjoyed more, which was true. Um, but yeah, to when I'm traveling to get, I'm looking at some other jobs, and the, it's going to be a reduction even more. Which, I don't know how well bar jobs pay in London. No, no, this is the thing. I <laughs> probably won't be doing. I'll probably we're doing talking about that's what work. all Australians do in London. Yeah, now forget that. If I'm going somewhere, I don't want to see any Australians. <laughs> Get out of yeah, town. Best stay out of London. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. So, yeah, I'm in the middle of a of a of a, of a application. So I'll, I'll um keep you updated when I know keep more. Keep you updated. But it's a pretty fascinating story at the moment. I'm pretty excited about it. I'll let you know. It always is a big change. I mean, when you think about it, jobs are quite often a way people define themselves. True. Whenever you're whenever you meet someone new, what's a very often to do is to say, "Oh, what do you do?" And that assumption is, we mean, what's your job? Yeah, and. A, how interested are people in the answer? And B, can't we think of a better question? Can't we? But 
it's not the question so much as bad. It's just the expectation of it. When I say, what do you do? I mean, what's your job? What do you spend your time making money so you can do what you actually enjoy? Mm-hmm. So if if someone says to me, what do you do? I'm going to try. I, I, mean, I, I say I'll try. I always will just straight up say what I do for a job. Mm-hmm. But what I'd rather say is I do this and, and I spare time. I play frisbee and things like that. And, it's, and that's a much more interesting and also defines me more as a person. Mm-hmm. Because my office job is kind of just what I do to pay the... Whenever they ask the question in the interview, why do you want this job? The answer always is because I need money. Yeah. I don't think there's any job that you need to really apply for like that where they're asking that and the answer genuinely is, oh, I just like using a photocopier. The answer always is, well, I need money, so I need a job and this is the job I hate the least. That's it, yeah. (laughs) And that I (laughs) apparently am qualified for. (laughs) I tell myself I am. Meanwhile, the interview interviewers just sat there, just going, "No, you're not." <laughs> yeah, I'm just wasting your was, time. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be here. You're just bulking out numbers, and and they probably like want to think that you're coming there for a reason. Whereas like, you probably you could well just be, you know, just throwing out lots of lots of bait and seeing what what bites, and then just taking those offers elsewhere. And man, changing a job is quite an ordeal. Like it's huge, and the the amount of time like you have to spend many of your free time hours just to change the bloody thing, and that doesn't go to show like all the oh, and that's the other thing, right? Like I remember hearing this somewhere how it's you know it's easier than ever to apply for a job, like all these job websites. You see all these really amazing positions. There are there are so many ways where you can literally take it down to one click. Exactly, but everybody can click it once. So and got, so, at the end of yeah. the day, you might even click submit for ten jobs. You'd probably feel pretty good about yourself because you kind of have to change your cover letter. Blah. You feel like you're doing making a bit of you a deal. Going, I'm getting shit done. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, that, that's ten applications out of tens of thousands. There's you're a just throwing chance, a bottle in the sea. Yeah, like it's not a. It'd be, it's so I, I don't think. That's the word. I don't think. So. I think it's only going to get worse as well as the job site, job market gets more saturated. Speaking of the Masters of Doom, Speaking I don't know. Of, it's not my copy. I don't know. No, that's, that's not Masters of Doom. I got uh, a book for my dad for um, Christmas, and like most things I've been getting him recently, it's because I'm interested in reading it as well, and he hasn't got around to reading it, so I decided I'm going to read it while I'm staying at their place at the moment, and it's about the. It's great getting presents for other people for yourself. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. But the good thing is we like share a lot of interests. So, like, uh, we've got him lots of like gaming stuff lately. Like a lot of remastered games that we used to play as kids, or he used to have as kids. Yeah. They've re-released, and he's like got to play him and and kind of relive that, which is pretty cool. Um, but this book's about the two Johns, John Carmack and John Romero, that um, created Doom. Before that. Wolfenstein 3D before that Commander Keen which sure I've been told before. this many times and I've forgotten every time yeah 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 I mentioned you at Frisbee I think and um, and just how they kind of got started and it's pretty it's it's kind of written written by another person but that, I'm not sure how he wrote it but he must have got all the facts from all the people that interviewed them really deeply and then put all the details into a story because it feels like you're like there finding out all these intricate details which is pretty interesting but there are so is it like designer notes and hard copy or is it more of a yeah. journal uh, less, no not a journal 
it's like a play-by-play of what's going on. Um, so it's like a, it's so like, like a, a journal. No, a journal is like someone saying, "Dear diary, this is what happened today." Blah blah blah. So Which, instead, they're just saying, "This is what happened today." Uh, yeah, but not day to day either. Like, oh, right, okay. it's more higher level that going like, oh, you know, this moment we were doing this and, and yeah. the levels were getting flushed out or something like that. But just the way they, so basically the programmer, John Carmack was a genius and one of those like stereotypical, socially awkward, just knows, can just, yeah, learn things really quickly. And, um. Yeah, they made these Commander Keen games that were pretty much the game of my childhood, but they made it in like a matter of months. And remember when that's what games used to be like? Exactly. And there's only like a handful, like two or three or four of them. We've mentioned it so many times, but designer notes, the Sid Mears one, they were talking about, when I was listening to the other day, he was talking about how like, oh, I went from this game to this game to this game. And then the next year, and I was like, wait, what? You, you did three games in a year? Yeah. And he's just, he's just, he's just you know, decided going on about it. And now you're like, it probably takes it takes like three to four years to make a game from start to finish, and that's thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Although that is AAA. I mean, indie gamers are still kind of doing it. Speaking of which, saw Indie Game the movie. Mm-hmm. Have I told you about this? Uh, no. I told you. Well, you recommended it to me. You told yeah. you, but I watched it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved the whole film. Yep. Yet another thing to make me think I need to go and make our game. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, uh, there's so many indie games now that obviously they're at a time where. Uh, they're able to make such a big impact. There is a feeling when you're doing it now, you're just like, this is going to be really hard to make this any kind of success. Right, yeah. There's so many games out there. It's basically for enjoyment and hobby. And yeah. hopefully, you know, who knows, maybe make a few bucks from it. But, that, but I also look at it as some, if, if everyone gave up, there wouldn't be any. So you still need to do it. And yeah, you might enjoy it. It's, it's still fun just making a game. Yeah. Oh man, if we had if we, this game goes to plan, like we can release it on a console, like play a game you made on a console, that would be the shit. <laughs> so good. Like it's like achievement unlocks. It's like I I lost my shit when I put the Pooch Patrol app on the App Store. I couldn't believe it. But putting it on an Xbox or PlayStation, forget about it. That'd yeah, be crazy. I can't wait for us to do that. And Although, it's, it's like it's a reality. It's a possibility. <laughs> It's the kind of thing that when you talk about it, you're just like, no, you can't do that. That's, that's, that's silly. Like, that's not what normal people do. You need to, you need to have a big company stuff. And you're like, no, you, this is something you could do. Yeah, and it's just up to the audience just, whether you it just have to put the work in. Yeah, and if part of these big projects, like, well, I say big project. So, for two people, this is a big project. For a large team who's done it before, maybe it's not such a big project. Mm-hmm. But, that, but it's not. Doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means we just have to keep on putting the. And you just have to dedicate. You have to have finished what you bloody start, which is half the problem. Yeah, that's that's where we're kind of struggling. Yeah, but no, that's all part of it. But and and these guys like this is the thing as well. Like I wonder how if these people exist or, or to what extent. But they pretty much, well, they did go from a company to themselves. But there's large parts where they're just they've rented out apartments, and they they live in the same apartment complex where they've each got a different apartment. And one of them lives in the office apartment where during the day they'll go to the office and work nonstop and go back to their, their own apartments. And like, they don't have jobs. Like this is what they're doing I've, full I've stop. I've thought about this kind of thing. Well, That's yeah. like, hey, incredibly risky, but like, what, do people do that now? The people, it's, 
And it, it, it's so against what normal people do. It does. It kind of making your own business is very much not what they can't. You kind of expect growing up. Although maybe that's just because we weren't the kind of people who are really, like, really, really, really driven to do it. Like you know, the kind of people who just that is their their life. All they do, twenty four hours a day, is just work on making their own business mm-hmm. for doing things. So maybe the, when they're growing up, they kind of realize, like, oh, no, that's not, I'm not going to work for someone. I'm going to be in charge of things. But I suppose when you're growing up, people are, like, the education system is kind of getting you ready for a, a job where you're just going in to sit in front of a computer and do whatever your boss tells you. I don't know where I was going with that. And, yeah, it's, I'm good at that. it's turning into a depressing episode. <laughs> no, but, like, when you look at all Keep the, light. when you look at any, because I, one of my favourite things to do is to, just to walk in rich neighbourhoods. Just walk down the street and just look at these houses. You can just drive around them. There's nothing stopping you. Well, yeah, well, that, that as well. But, um, and you just think like, how did they get to this stage? How did they get like, and how many people are in those, well, A, how many people actually own their houses? You don't know how many people have massive mortgages. They don't massive know the details. Or maybe the, some, they're managing to rent or something. Right, but the other end of the stick is how many people have a regular job and are that well off? I'd say nearly none. Oh yeah, they must be doing something special. Like they must have Isn't that depressing <laughs> to think that So you think yeah yeah, if you if you stick in your current job, you're never going to have that. But that's what everyone says you should do. Oh yeah. Is to get better at your real job. I mean, my dad said once, uh, when I was growing up he was happy for us to follow any of any interest or anything we had as long as we kept on working at school so like we kept on doing work to get get good exam results and stuff mm-hmm. because he said if you, you know, like if, you, if you're doing something like so with my sister it's horse riding if that takes off that's great and she gets to do that but this way she has a backup plan so she can get mm-hmm. a job if she if she 100% needs smart. so with that I, I think you kind of there is a point where not everyone can have a special job where they earn those there is a, a kind of a status quo where there just isn't that there's there's so many jobs that need to be done and they don't pay that much mm-hmm. so many people in them yeah and like and and I've definitely been moments where I don't want a good job like all I want is a job where I can check in check out and you don't want to be like stressed you don't want to like with the bigger price tag becomes more stress and responsibility. Like I don't know a person that earns a lot of money that goes like my job's a breeze. I know from my job, I'm now trying to be like, I do, I get more stress than my pay grade deserves. Really. Right. And that's a horrible feeling to have. It is. So you kind of just try and offload it as much as it is well. So, and you're just like, Hey, I'm, st- I'm still technically a junior position. Mm-hmm. I'm not dealing with this shit. Should we talk about something that isn't work? Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> present. So we're one year older. <laughs> Came yeah. back to that. That was fun. And then it downhill from there very quickly. Oh man. Uh, Are you going to eat that watermelon, Tammy? I reckon Tammy's going to eat the whole thing. Good. You better. Did you ever see? You must have seen the uh, watermelon kid from the BBL. Nope. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, the one that so. sat down and just ate it, just, just the whole... And they kept the coverage, kept coming back to me every now and then, eating a bit more, and he ate a whole watermelon in one match. But he didn't know... Did he know people were watching it? I'm not sure if... I'm he... pretty sure if you take a whole watermelon and chow down on the whole thing, you're, you're doing it... I don't know, kids are pretty like, weird. 
sometimes but i'm reckon you know if if i did something like that i'd be doing it i'll be like hey guys have you seen how i've i've nearly finished this watermelon watch as i watch as i finish this watermelon it's going to be awesome no, but I'd almost have been that kid telling my friends, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat hot watermelon. I haven't done anything stupid like that for ages. The two things I was thinking about, just to turn that conversation around, that we have about the depressing work yep. and the rest of our lives, is that, one, uh, it's really hard to feel like when um, you feel like time's limited... And you feel like uh, any risk uh, is a risk in that, like yeah, all you your friends are saving for houses. And when you're looking at going, I can't, I can't take risks because that's not how it works. Yeah, I can't take a year Pe- off work. People aren't allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. But you can. Yeah. And here's the second cool thing is that even if you don't do anything differently to what you're doing, the fact that either A, we're talking about or you're listening about or maybe you've had your own thoughts. The fact that you're just aware of it, I think, makes things better. The fact that you can think about like, man, this sucks, but it doesn't have to suck or or it doesn't have to be does this it, way. Does that make it better though? Because sometimes it makes you feel trapped. But it plants a seed. Yeah, I guess. And you can choose to water the seed or not. But you're not stuck in going like, man, there's there is literally no way out. Like if you're thinking that, oh man, there is things you could do. They are risky, but you know, you could choose to do them. Yeah. You don't have to just keep on doing whatever job you're in now until you retire. Mm-hmm. How many years where it's going to be. And let's face it, when we get to that age, it will be another 10 years. And here, here's the surprising thing is that like, I've been, uh, the more like, when I work on projects and think about, you know, if they succeed or the more like thinking about doing freelance stuff or whatever is that working from home is hard because all these distractions and you can very much overwork and not see anyone. It's going to need to be something that you really want to do. Yeah. Yeah. But like this, I mean, uh, thinking lots about like co-working stuff and, and seeing people. And it's kind of funny how even when you want to, if you're trying to do your own thing, you're trying to, you know, break away from like nine to five and Monday to Friday and all these like restrictions that are holding you back. Or the one I really hate, living for the weekend. Living for the weekend, yeah. But then you realize that like, oh, I kind of want a place to go that I can go Monday to Friday where I can clock in at nine and go out at five. I just want to, I need, I need, I need money. So I need some way of doing No, but this, I'm saying like, even if you're doing your own thing, like basically where I'm at at the moment is like, man, I'd I'd love to have like, you know, the dream is like, well, you've had an office you could go to, do your stuff and then leave. Like not do it at home on the couch, but like go somewhere and like. So you mean if we could actually have a place where we go and record this? Well, exactly. And it's kind of funny, like you're trying to break away from it, but you're wanting to go back there. And then you realize all your friends have the weekends off as well and they can't hang out during the week. (laughs) So you kind of have to live for the weekend. I suppose you kind of do. But what what we're doing now is we're putting in extra time when we're not at work to do these kind of things because this is what we want to do full time. Right. So we're going to have to work really hard to be able to do that. Oh, the irony. <laughs> it's, it's weird. We're going to have to work really hard to not have to work. And you're going to have to 
have no free time to have free time. I was at a positive spin on this. Into <laughs> yeah, you, you really failed, yeah. Wilson. <laughs> nah. I've hey, been having some really weird compulsions. Just to change change the topic, I've been having some really weird compulsions. I say, actually, I was about to say recently. No, I've had these. I, I keep on getting these things really, really for a really long time, and I just get these really weird compulsions to do stupid things. The scary ones are when I'm just like. I wonder what it would be like if I stabbed that person. Mm. <laughs> no, I've, I feel yeah. I feel it. not stabbing I, people. All right, like that's that's a very extreme one. But the, more the, like the more, mine's the, more like self harm. The more, this, the more the, common one is when you just like, I wonder what would happen if I punched this person. <laughs> that 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 turns up a bit more often. But that one's it's just when you just as soon as I get any kind of thought like that, mm-hmm. my brain's immediately just like, yeah, let's think about that, shall we? And I'm just like, I don't want to think about that. Meanwhile, the person's talking to you. Yeah, and you're just like. Oh, but I really want to so, punch And then you're face. just playing out in your head, like, I if, I, if, I, if I punch them, like, would they, would they do anything? Would they, <laughs> would they fight back? Would they just be like, what, what's going on? Would I like? Could we ever move on from it? Like, like how, you, how, much, how much, how much do I have to hit them until someone restrains me? <laughs> Another one I had the other day was just like I was just when you're at the uh, bus station and you're waiting for buses to drive past, and I actually get this one quite a lot. It's scary, but I was just watching it get bus pass, and I was like. I wonder how much it would hurt to put my foot underneath that tire. No, no. I was... <laughs> and every time it happens, there's a little bit of me that's just like, you don't want to find out. Because mm-hmm. you look at it and you're like, but when it goes over the curb, it squidges. So surely it would just be nice and cozy. Or like, let's not find out. You're sticking your hand out the window and you're like, I wonder what happened if I like tried to high five that sign. Yeah, I had a friend that did that. Oh, I no. What hap- I wonder what would happen if I high five this. T- Actually, no, it wasn't how it played out, was it? We just went, hey, Jason, high five that cone. And no. he did. Oh, cone at least. <laughs> he <did it>. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, ah, oh, really hurt. Like, what Didn't you ex- break his arm? No, but we're just oh. like, what were you expecting? He was like, well, you told me to do it. Like, we're going at like 40 miles an hour, mm. you idiot. Jesus. As a kid, we uh, this is an example of where I followed through with this thought. Where have you ever had like those, um, these devices where it's like a little bowl about well, the size of a bob, but it's got a lid on it and you normally put veggies in it it's got a blade in there and then you attach this long device on top that spins it round yeah yep yeah I know the kind of thing blend like uh, like a blender yeah but, kind of like a blender but that long thing that goes on top you can take that off and have blades on that and just blend things remotely and that is definitely not good for children no well I was a child once <laughs> and <laughs> at the bottom of the blade it's got like a the pivot points in the middle and it's got like a little S kind of blade. So it spins yep. around in a circle. I know the ones you talk about, yep. And I was like cooking, making something with mum. I remember distinctly in the kitchen in Manji. <laughs> and I was just like pressing this thing. It was like, bzzz, And it just like starts really quickly and then it ends. Right? It just starts really quickly and then it ends. You've still got so much control of that blade spinning. And, but the middle point, like the blade's going around really fast, but the middle point is really still. It looks like it's really still. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, what if I just like, I don't know. If I just put my finger on the middle bit, <laughs> and went, just really quick, Bzz. I'm just loving your your mum seeing this. Oh, she didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, she was at the, the kitchen seat. I was like, I'll just, I'll just take, and then like, Bzz. but I'll like pull my finger back, you know, like it'll just, it'll just like go around, it'll feel like my finger's spinning around, but it won't, right? <laughs> well, you know, your finger gets drawn into the blade, oh. right? and so luckily no bigger damage happened, but that was definitely blood. And I was like, Idiot. what the hell happened? It's like, I just wanted to put my finger on the end and spin it and just see what happens. And it didn't end well. I've, I've had so many things where people are just like, why did you do that? You go, I just wanted to see what I just wanted to see what it felt like. I think, isn't it meant to be a sign of intelligence that if you, you question yeah. things like that? And I was willing to give it a go. Let's face it, if you ever hear me say, I wonder, stop me doing what I'm about to do. <laughs> Especially if I'm drunk. <laughs>
Yes. I, was just, I was just having one of these, literally it was one of the ones when I was just watching a bus drive past and I was just like, I could just put my toe under there, see what it feels like. And I was just like, I need to The tyre would absorb the blow. Like, it looks, I mean, when it goes over a curb, you just see the tyre like, yeah, it's, it it's, it's, it's like a balloon. Mm. Surely it can't be that bad to have it drive over your foot. It'd probably ruin your foot, eh? It'd probably really hurt, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing. Just a guess. My brother was uh, driven over once. He was a run over. Uh, what actually happened was uh, he was like, oh, I must. I think this pretty sure this was pre me, so he must have been like one and a half, one. And uh, my mm. aunt managed to reverse over him. Whoa! What part of him? Well, the thing is, like, thank due to the miracle of active suspension in her BMW, it went up one arm, across his chest, and down the other one. Get fucked. And then when they took him to the doctor, the doctor said, "Yes, I can see the tire marks." But are you sure you ran? You drove over him with a car because he's fine. Wow. It, we were apparently everyone was just like, but he was run over. Like surely there's something wrong with him. He's like, no, he's all right. Just give him a bath. That's amazing. I do remember being told about this. Have you ever I've like heard this story a couple of times? But I told about it once when they were meant to go to see one of my like my, I think it was one of my great my grandmothers at the time. Well, she would still be now. She's still alive. But one of my great grandmothers. But she was very fond of Ian, and they basically had to say to say to, "Oh, Ian's Ian's not feeling very well, so we're not going to come over today <laughs> because they were too <laughs> they scared about know. letting her know that." Yeah. By the way, Ian was run over. <laughs> I mean, does he like involuntary shit his pants? Like his no. organs done? <laughs> I've no okay. idea. He's fine. Wow. He's fine. Wow. He took more damage when he got trodden on by a horse. <sighs> Have I told you about the like when I was in grade three at the playground? I haven't told you this story. It doesn't I, ring a bell. It's like afternoon, you know, afternoon recess. Did you have afternoon recess? Because it was like 10 minutes or something. And like no, we o'clock. would only have a, have like morning break, lunch break. That okay. was it. This was one like to get a drink, go to the toilet, blah, blah, blah. But if you're quick, you quickly go to the playground, right? If you're a super quick player, you just go out there, play and come back. And teachers would never know. And there's this old school like a uh, wooden frame structure. And it had like a, a rope ladder with like wooden platforms going up. Yep. And all on this side, like a massive, like, um, obstacle course thing. But all them got on one side. And the other side, I had a whole bunch of fireman poles, which is pretty cool. You can go up and down. And I was like, just had this sudden urge that I want to climb to the top of one, shimmy across, and come down the fireman pole. Seems fine, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Except this thing has got to be a story and a half tall. It's massive. Sounds bigger than any of the ones I've ever got to go on. Yeah, and you get to the top. And you see me cross. I went down. No worries. Like, that was cool. I'm going to do it again. How many times did you do it? Many t- Like, probably a dozen times over many days. But this one day, I went up and I shimmyed across. And you got to shimmy across other beams to get across there. Like, no kid should be up there. 100%. I, I know exactly what the kind of thing. I used to do this on those kind of things as well. You're yeah. Just like, you're not meant to be up on the roof of the whole thing. Yeah. But I'm going to climb up there anyway. Yeah. And I went to reach for the fireman's pole. And I missed it. And I fell headfirst into the ground. And the ground was like meant to be sand, but you know when the sand wears away and it's hard? Yep. And I hit the ground head first. Oh, from this shouldn't be massive height. <laughs> I still do not understand how this happened. Let's face it, you bounced. Bloody oath I did. I don't know how nothing happened. And I remember this guy come up, this guy from school, I think his name was Jono. I'm not sure why I remember that. But he comes, he's like, Oh, you were right, I saw it, I was the only one that saw it. And I was like, I think I'm alright. Like, can you take me to the teachers? We <laughs> turned to the teacher and I explained perfectly well which part I climbed and which part I fell down. And I was pretty much like, You're up? I was like, I think. 
<laughs> cool. All right. And I went back to class. And and I often think about, is my, is my life fucked up? Like, <laughs> am I either doing something? Is this all real? <laughs> and yeah. And something's not on. Like, it, it's got to explain something in my life. Something has got to have happened. And often I wonder... Are you this, actually talking to a wall right now? Yeah, <laughs> this is an active thought that occurs to me many times. If I'm in com- not in conversation, I'm hearing someone talk. And I'm sitting there. And sometimes, I, you know, when you blank out and you come back again. Mm-hmm. I wonder if in the real world, I've got this condition <laughs> where I just kind of have like Tourette's. And I just fucking go balls out like swearing the fuck and going nuts at this person but everyone kind of knows like hey you remember mark when he was a kid like in year three he fell he did this thing with his head he does his, his outburst but no one just just, just don't make a big on. deal of it just keep on going on so when i go out and i come back in a conversation and they're just talking normal to me i often have this sudden fear of have i just exploded why do you like, think it takes me so long to edit this podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> the timestamp is five hours yeah. <laughs> But I often tune out and tune in. I'm like, I hope I didn't do something bad then. I don't know. They're not giving any... It's not good when you're there starting to question your reality. Exactly. It's like Truman Show style. Have you ever had those thoughts or am I actually crazy? No, I've had those kind of thoughts. I mean, I haven't had something where I fall on my head and gone, is everything since then a lie? (laughs) Like, I just can't help but feel that that happened and nothing has been impacted. Like, Like, nothing. is Is this actually the afterlife? Maybe. It's like, you don't know. Yeah. Why am but I working a bloody times, job? How many times in your life have you unknowingly been very close to death? And you wouldn't know. Exactly. Like your life could be very, it could be over. Very so, we've managed to bring it down again. How did your brother not, not how did he survive? No idea. Just, well, she was going very slowly. That makes it worse. Like oh, just, the tires, the tires, like they're flexible. Over. Though. The I, tires I, I are like balloons. They're balloons. Oh yeah, they're balloons. That's it exactly does. how it works. That's what I'm, yeah. I'm going to put my foot under a bus next time I see it. Mm, but how many things like that when you you think they're going to hurt so much and then they happen, you just like, well, that hurt and sucked, but I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Like a horse kicking you. That that that's pretty scary, and I'll do pretty much anything to avoid that. Mm-hmm. But it has happened to me, Oof. and then you're just like, oh, I'm actually I'm actually all right. Where's the kick you? Yeah? Like kind of dive out of the way say dive out of the way Good unless you're looking the other way, way you see it coming is this the being an adult topic have we segued off it segued off it we didn't never really got onto it but what was the being, being, an being an adult topic it was just i i no one ever told me at which point i became an adult uh-huh. but i've had several moments recently one very, very much today when i was waiting for a bus and i was like i wish those school kids would shut up <laughs> that's when i realized at some point i've transitioned from being a school child to uh-huh. being an adult and I don't know when it was and nobody came up to me at any point and went hey you're an adult now act like it no one's told me how to adult no one's told me how to do taxes and things yeah and when you're born you think like everyone's you know mum and dad they, they know how to do this like they, they know what's going on They whenever you need to know how to do something you just go up and say hey, hey dad how do I how do I do this they just know it who taught them well this and this realisation came to me just like a year or two ago is that you grew up thinking your mum and dad are mum and dad. Like, mum's a job, dad's a job, they got the job, they're good at the job, they've done the job. Yeah. They didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. They have no idea what's going on. Making just, it up completely. Just winging, the, winging it the whole way. Yeah. And that's what you kind of don't realise when you're growing up. You're just like, nah, adults just know how to do everything. Surely at some point someone will tell me because I'm going to be an uh, adult some, someday apparently. So at some point someone will come up to me and go, hey, you're going to need to know how to do this and that'll be fine. I want to classify this in particular not just being an adult, but for us, being a man. 
that's a, that's a whole other topic. Oh, man, Nat will say like, oh, do this. How do you do that? Oh, yeah, how does this work? And I was talking like, I have no idea. Like, and she used to get really angry because I'd when, say Google it. I hate and, the one when it's like, when you're watching a film and they're going, what's going on? You're like, why would I know? I I'm literally, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it with you. And you get really pissed. I say, I'll Google it. I say, why do you keep saying Google it? Because literally, that's what I'm about to do. Yep. So we can <laughs> cut out the middleman and you can Google it. Because, like, no one right. teaches you how to do the things. And being a man, I'm not sure if this is a secret that no one talks about. This is what I've discovered. Being a man is 110% pretending to be a man. I'm pretty sure it yeah. is. Walking down like, the street, like... Pretend like you'd be able to like win the fight. No, I would not win the fight. But I have to pretend I could. All of these manly men out there, like all of this, the uh, Ray Mears and stuff, like how do they get to being that manly? They've just been pretending for longer. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. They just pretend, like, you kind of look at it and going, they're telling me how to be a man, right? So surely someone told them how to do it. But someone had to work this out. Like, is everyone just making it up as they're going along and not telling me? Yeah. I only I'm, just recently in my latest job found out how to tie down a trailer. And that makes me feel like a man because that was dad's job. Some, down the there's some things like that which I can kind of... so, And I think everyone will have some of these. There's some things that we know how to do and you don't understand how people don't right. know how to do it. And it's kind of a couple of different things like there's, there's when you're a child, you probably did some really weird things. I know I would have done some really weird things. Stack a finger in a blender. But the thing is, it. the things that I know were weird, I don't want to tell anyone about because I know how weird they are. Like, I'm able to objectively look at that and go, that was a really weird thing to do. You would you like to share an example? No, I'm definitely nope. not doing Good. that. Okay, that's that's fine. But I'm pretty sure there was also a, a multitude of other things that I'm just, I don't realize are weird. And I'm just like, didn't everyone do that? <laughs> Uh, you probably like so many things you did like may maybe it's just something you did in your house and you know, it's just some weird little thing that started once and you kept on doing it but now he just if you told someone else about it and just but like, hi i used to do this when i was younger they just look you look at you like really are you are you, are you okay <laughs> do you need someone to talk to about this because no one tells you how to be a kid no 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 one tells you and you just assume that this is this is how my family does it it's how everyone does it mm -hmm. one eye-opening conversation i had uh at school was when I was, when we were talking about having baths at before or after school. And I was I was brought up, you have one in the evening. And then there's someone across the room, or across the table, I think it was most of across the table, just going, what are you talking about? You have one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of it's us exactly. could conceive that the other one was bright. We were just yeah. like, no, you have them in, he was like, no, you have them in the morning. That's Listen. when you do it. Yeah. And I was there going, no, you don't because you haven't got time. You have them at night just before you go to bed. It makes sense. Yeah, and we were just, I, I don't know how old we were, but both of us were just like, what are you talking about? That's how mum and dad do it. This is obviously the way to do it. <laughs> Listen, my mum and dad are going to talk to your mum and dad yeah. and, and tell them how it goes because... Yeah, and, and then you, as you grow up, you realise like, no, you're just, that was just, you just didn't know. You were just making it up. Making the whole lots up. Yeah, and you're just a little shit at night, so and then, like, go to bed. And then you have the really, really weird moment where you realise that you were raised by amateurs. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, <laughs> mum and dad. I, well, if they're amateurs, I don't know what's less than amateur because I will certainly be not even up to the scratch. There is amateur. that point when you're just realising, like, your friends, when they have children, you're just like, I can't believe that person's a parent. Oh, that is 100% what is happening. The now. worst thing is when you're thinking, your parents' friends... <laughs> when you think your parents' friends were thinking the same thing about your, your parents, parents yeah. <laughs> and what if like, your I can't believe that person were those parents, and you were that kid 
that they weren't sure how maybe it would turn out. Maybe that explains your alternate reality. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're just a I, dragon. I don't know where we went from that. Thanks for listening. I don't know if that... That might be the most meandering show we've ever had. There's definitely spectrums. I'm glad we ended it on a higher spectrum than a lower spectrum. <laughs> that was a lot of down. Yeah. But hey, good roller coasters have a lot of down. That's it. You have to have the down. Yeah, you usually have a lot of up. Oh, I've got a quote. You got a quote? Do yeah, you want to finish with a quote? Let's finish with a quote. I'm going to see if it's... um, Because it's related to this kind of stuff. Is and, it? You know, people love... Oh, yeah, If you've got to have a job, have look, a job. This, there's actually both quotes I'm going to tell you. Number one. Yep. Difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. They do. Difficult roads sometimes are beautiful destinations. Who said that? No idea. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Unknown. That's a good one to think I about. Like, uh, these, these tough times might be going to a good place. Yeah. Or maybe you could just go to the tourist places. They're, they'd seem fun as well. Yeah, you know, if you, if, yeah. you, if you want an easy ride, then you can go to the same places as everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Don't odd. complain it's busy there because you went to the same place that the tourist, you know, the person that dropped by suggested to everyone else. It's getting deep. Next one. Next one. Next one. Go. This one. This one's got layers. Inspiration is for amateurs. I do like that. Well, they're saying yeah, he follows on to say, the rest of us just show up and get to work. That's by Chuck Close. And what he's saying is if you need inspiration, then you're probably not in uh, a field of play that's... Um, worthy of competing just in the amateur league one way to think about it but also if you know what you're doing professionals pretty much know what they're doing so amateurs amateurs are the ones that need it yeah isn't that weird weird. we read heaps of inspirational shit but we get sucked into well this is like your your mantra isn't it Just, just reading Inspiring I quotes. love self-help books. They're the best. Self-help but I'm an amateur. When well. we had the puppies and watermelon office, it would just be motivational posters. It looked like Barney or Barney's office from How I Met Your Mother. That's right. But man, people will be in self-improved. Don't worry about that. We'll be so improved. <laughs> anyway, uh, go to the website www.puppiesandwatermelon.com. In case you didn't realise, that's actually the name of the podcast. So all you have to do is add it a is. .com at the end. Don't even have to do the www. Share the podcast, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, send us a message, and if you feel like it, support the show. Thanks a lot. Cheers for listening, guys. See you next Thursday week. This outro music gets better every week, I reckon. Like, when I listen to it on the first cut, I listen to it, and I'm smiling. Now, we sound like professionals. Now when I listen to it, I listen to that bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I message you every week, saying... Yeah, I only sent you that message.